Clayton. John Clayton. Hey, Mom, I'm done with my segment. This is the Coors Light Cold Hard Facts with John Clayton. Brought to you by Coors Light. Made to chill. Time to talk football with the professor, John Clayton, as we do every day at this time with Wyman and Bob. If you guys have questions for John, text those in right now, 421-3776. That's 421-ESPN. We'll try to get to some of your questions before we let them go. Hello, John. Hello, guys. Well, this is uh, is an interesting day. (laughs) Busy day. Very busy. Lots of hurt feeling, angry feelings out there. What do you... Boy, how do you how do you just sum up what's happened and how the NFL has responded? How about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, they, I think they were being accommodating, certainly from the competitive standpoint, in being able to push the three games one to Monday and two to Tuesday. But uh, you know, certainly, I don't know as upset as the players might be. I mean, what did they want to forfeit? Because if you get the forfeit, you don't get paid. You know, particularly the Seahawks and you know all the teams that didn't get the forfeit. I mean, they get the win, but they don't get any, any money. So, you know, at least in this case, they get a chance to get paid, play on Tuesday, <coughs> have the short week against the Chicago Bears, and then uh, see how they can do. But, I mean, they're at a distinct advantage in this game, and I wouldn't be surprised on Tuesday if it if they, uh, the numbers don't lighten up for the Rams, that they have to forfeit. Well, the, the one thing that I you, you touched on, players being angry, and I just saw this tweet from K.J. Wright. K.J. says, I pay my player dues just to get lied to in the rules bent, and he tags the NFL and NFLPA. If it was the other way around, I swear we would be playing tomorrow. Now, I'm not, I'm not entirely yeah. sure what he, what he means by that, but he, he feels like he's been lied to. I'm paying my dues and just to get lied to and rules being bent. So I, I, I think your your question stands like, okay, I get, you know, nobody's happy with the way things are being maneuvered around right now, but what is it you wanted? You wanted, you wanted the win, but you, you're not going to get paid. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like, uh, and, you know, you got what the Browns have, like about 24 players that aren't uh, on the COVID's list, and I don't know if any are ready to come off or not because it's so confusing, you know, with the new protocol and the way things are. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you'd have to think that if they were going to play and not move the game, they probably would have to forfeit. Hey, John, one of the things they said that they're, they're changing is that it, they're going to have back-to-back testing. So do, that means, like, for Tyler Higbee, yeah. you know, he got a, a positive test. It, did it used to be that you couldn't test for another 24 hours? I mean, they're, they're cutting down on the number of tests, which I think is absolutely dumb and stupid. But, you know, of the four players added today by the Rams, guess who was added? Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, I take it now, this is not going to be a false positive. This is a true positive. And so, you know, he, he could miss the game. <clears throat> so And, of course, he already missed the Monday night game. So, yeah, this is bad. And, again, the Rams are in the worst shape of any team, at least in the history of football right now. 29 players. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah, it really is. And you don't understand the depth and everything until all the special teams and the game starts yeah. and everything. But but they're they're able to, it sounds like now, do back-to-back testing, which I'm assuming is like, okay, you go, you get tested yeah. positive. You can go like within the 24-hour period, like a matter of hours, and get retested, right? That's right. A, that's a change. Well, you can get retested and also, too, if uh, uh, your level – uh, is you know your, your level's not too bad, then you might be able to bounce back, and particularly if you're asymptomatic. Right. Mm. Okay. So what do you what do you say? We, we obviously had a lot of uh, fans texting in John that were mad, feeling like 
this was done to accommodate the Rams because oh, the Rams are the darlings. And if it were Seattle that had 29 players, that they'd be t- telling Seattle, sorry, guys, you got to forfeit. I mean, I, I, I don't buy into that. I get why they feel that way. But I, I, what do you say to that? Well, I, I think it's ridiculous because, again, it's, you know, you've got 29 players on the list. <clears throat> I mean, right now, if it's Sunday, they probably can't play. And so it's like, uh, should they forfeit? And then, like, for example, you don't think, I don't think that, uh, you know, the Washington football team is in favor, but they're in the same boat. I mean, they have like, you know, 21, 22 players. And so they, they move back to Monday. <clears throat> so, or they, they, no, they're Tuesday. So it's like, uh, yeah, so it's like, it, it's not a matter of preference and team and things like that. It's a matter of like, okay, what can we do to try to salvage the seat? Because again, it's not like, they can move it back a week because if they move it back a week, I mean, you're not. There's not enough time. John, you watched the game last night. Yes. Couple of things. Uh, first of all, Travis Kelsey is oh, ridiculous. Phenom- he's he's phenomenal. That that touchdown that he ran at the end, and everybody, you know, who I was hanging out with, were like, "Oh, what a terrible tackle!" I'm mm-hmm. like, "No, man, he he broke everybody's angle." By just you know going one way, starting back the other. I mean, for a guy that big to score, pretty pretty unbelievable. And to show the speed that he showed, because yeah. again he showed great speed in being able to break it down and getting into the end zone. And again, yeah. it just shows you that the Chiefs are back. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, uh, I heard Brandon Staley talking about going for it right before halftime. Mm-hmm. I totally agreed with him because if you have a quarterback like that, now obviously it didn't work out, but if you have a quarterback who's 6'4", 230, can run as fast as he runs, they tried to run a um, you know, a, a quarterback draw, which is a great play right. down on the, on the goal line. And then the other thing that he said is that, you know, look, against that team, you have to, you know, you have to score touchdowns. Not field goals, and I, I just thought it was it was really well said. And then the other thing is, you know, whatever I was watching, I, they were saying who has gone for it more on fourth down than any other coach, Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. But I I think in the case of Brandon Staley, he went for it too many times yesterday. I mean, he should have taken some field goals just like that. Because again, look at the fail, failures that he had on the fourth downs. Uh oh, is that Roger Goodell calling you? Uh, no. Okay. What a, what a beautiful ringtone. What is that, John? I don't know. All right. Uh, 421-3776-421 ESPN is the text yeah. number powered by Mac and Jack's Brewing Company for those of you that have questions for John. So uh, what what do you think in terms of uh, the, the Seahawks and the, the idea that they'll get Tyler, hopefully Tyler Lockett back and, mm-hmm. and Alex Collins back? It, it, it can help them as well. Obviously, it helps yeah. the Rams. We. And that's the other part of this, John. We don't know how many of those players are even on Tuesday are going to be cleared to play for the Rams. They're Agreed. Still... Well, particularly when you have a list that long. I mean, you just don't know. Yeah. So, again, we're still getting texts that, you know, they're doing it because the the Super Bowl's in L.A. and the, they're the darlings and yeah, Stan yeah, Kroenke yeah. and blah, blah, blah. I, I just can't go there with it. I, I just don't. I don't know. But it, it is it is amazing to see how prevalent this is mm-hmm. so quickly. And even seeing, I don't know, I'm sure you saw this, Sean Payton. Is, yeah. is tested positive again. Tested he, positive. He was the first guy. He was the first public case for the NFL back in March of 2020, and he's vaccinated, and he caught it again. Yeah, and of course, I mean, what is it? Three uh, coordinators on the, uh, it was at the Chicago Bears, they're all out, and so it's like uh, they're real thin. So, yeah, I mean, I, the, the, the list today was 32 
taking the total list on the COVID-19 to 151. Mm. Wow. Hey, John, with, with coaches, are they not, once they get tested positive, yeah. are they not allowed to, like, even communicate with the team? I mean, by, can, by Zoom. They can, they can still, but, like, during the game, that's pretty useless, right? <laughs> well, you can't be at the but, game. Yeah, exactly. You're in quarantine. You're not going to do anything for by Zoom at the at the stadium or anything like that. But, no, no. Yeah, I was just curious about the the rules there, and yeah, that's it's very strange with with Sean Payton having he was the would you say the first guy, Bob? Mm-hmm. Yep, first in, coach. Uh, March of March of twenty. The first well, really anybody in the NFL. in the NFL. Yeah, he was the first yep. public case. Yeah, that's amazing, man. That's amazing. Hey, we keep seeing these uh, these these <laughs> replays of everything that Urban Meyer did. Uh, and we were just lamenting, you know, everything he did. I mean, from hiring yeah. the, the coach with the domestic abuse charge on him and then getting rid of him the next day, everything down the line. You, you, could you see them going as safe as possible? I mean, looking for the most stand-up community guy possible available, <laughs> maybe in lieu of his, his coaching experience out there, just to sort of overcorrect what they did wrong with Urban Meyer? No, I think they're going to go with somebody that can identify with the players. That's why I think that, you know, guys like Byron Lefwich and Eric Bieniemy and I don't know about Joshy Boy McDaniels. Uh, I mean, he could be in the mix too. Uh, you know, and Jim Caldwell, guys like that. I think those are going to be the guys that are going to favor because they can communicate better with the players. And that's, I think, what they want right now. So, John, with uh, the game on Tuesday with uh, with the Seahawks yeah. and Rams, um, you know, is there is there a lot of pressure on, on Sean McVay? Do you think this year, given the, you know, he's finally got his quarterback that he mm-hmm. always wanted. Now they've had a few injuries, which I admire that they've they've really kind of uh, gotten through. But how much pressure is on Sean McVay? Some, but not a lot. I think that they realize it's a good football team. I mean, you can see they've got a good record. You know, all those things are real positive right now. So I think in the end, it's like it's just a matter, you know, finish the season as strong as you can. And, of course, I mean, they had the one three-game stretch where they played pretty bad. But uh, they bounced back and had a great game Monday night against Arizona. So, I mean, there's pressure like on any coach, but not total pressure. Uh, John, there was – oh, man, it just refreshed on me. Basically, they were asking – I don't know the area code, yeah. but they said, John, any any ideas I need to get a gift for a Detroit Lions fan? What's that? Somebody somebody said they were texting in to see if you had any recommend, recommendations they wanted to buy a gift for somebody that they knew that was a Detroit Lions fan. Uh, probably a Green Bay Packer jersey or something like that. Uh, <laughs> because how about it, a huge bottle of booze? Yeah, that would that would that would help. Drink because, away or the a pain. recipe a recipe book for uh, kneecaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kneecap stew. Mm-hmm. Something yeah, like kneecap that. stew. Yeah, it's, 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 it, let's put it this way: it's hard to get gifts right now for the Detroit Lions because they're so bad. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, other... sorry, Bob. That's okay. The Steelers are bad too. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are going to have to explain to me how those became <laughs> your two teams. I know John's from Pittsburgh, but yeah. He doesn't really root for the Steelers. I don't. No, not really. Yeah, <clears throat> not really. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, dang it. What was my question I was going to ask? <laughs> oh, wh- where do you think the Seahawks go if there's no Tyler Lockett? We were just talking about him, John. It's amazing the number of yards that he has. Yeah. Since since he, if you take his all-purpose yards, it's over 10,000. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's unbelievable, but... Where do you think the the Seahawks go? Because you know you got Gerald Everett and Will Disley still haven't given up given up on my guy Uncle Will. 
And you get you get checkdowns, things like that. Do you think it's going to be that? Is it going to be Freddie Swain? What do you, who do you think? I if, think Freddie if... Swain and Dwayne Estridge. Those are, those will be the two guys that have to step up. Uh, I don't know if they bring John or Sua off the uh, practice squad to, to come up and work a little bit of the slot. But uh, you know, if if Lockett isn't there, then uh, you know there's enough options right now. Even though they're not as good, because how do you replace a Tyler Lockett? He's so valuable. Yeah. Uh, the 808 asking, John, what's the professor's favorite childhood Christmas gift? Hmm. I can't remember. It's been so long since childhood. I mean, <laughs> did you ever get a BB gun, John? No, never did. Did you get did any you kind want of... a BB gun? No, I never wanted one. Uh, the official I'm... Red Rider BB gun? I always wanted a BB gun. That's why I can relate so much to that, uh, you know, the movie. Uh, Christmas Story. Christmas Story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ralphie. Yeah. What's that? The official Red Rider. Yeah. What What's your favorite uh, uh, Christmas movie, John? Hmm. The Grinch. No, wasn't the Grinch. <laughs> uh, I, 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 you know, there's so many, there's, so many. You know what movies. I watched the other night? What's that? I watched uh, Black and White. Yeah. It's a wonder. It's a wonderful. It's life. a wonderful world. Is going to be right up there. It's no a doubt. Wonderful life. Wonderful yeah, life. Yeah. Jimmy yeah. Stewart. Yeah. And Donna yeah. Reed. Right. Fantastic. Fantastic. It is. That's really, really good. If you don't if you don't shed a tear during that movie, you have mm-hmm. no heart. Right. That's, that's what I would say. What about the original Miracle on 34th Street? That's, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a real good one. I taped that the other day. Isn't it from like the 30s or I something? I think so. Isn't that a young Natalie Wood mm-hmm. playing the mm-hmm. little girl in that? Oh. That's the thing. I mean, so many of the older movies are the best ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, although I will say I did love Jim Carrey's remake of The Grinch. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, it was, it was fun, but it's not going to be right up here in the top. That's for sure. Okay. I like some of those claymation ones like Rudolph, mm-hmm. where they're, they're the, the little puppets. Oh, like the, the heat, heat Miser and Mr. Freeze? Heat, heat Miser. Love Heat Miser. Yeah, that was good stuff. <laughs> All right, John, you can't remember a single Christmas present that you no. received like you, socks what about all the you didn't get like I a mean, football we're, ta- or... we're talking over over 60 years please well, well john i remember i got a big stuffed bear when i was like six years old and i okay. really loved that uh-huh big stuffed animal <laughs> he's, all right, he's not gonna we're done anything. we're done with you somebody <laughs> was asking what's your favorite dessert and i know what that is what it's is a it? hot hot tamales it is what all right what no no oh uh uh mike and ike Mike and I, yeah, 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 yeah. That's your favorite dessert? Well, it's well, his favorite sweet. Sweet, yeah, because again, I'm not a dessert person. Oh, okay. So you don't you don't really like uh, pie or cookies? Yeah, I like or pie. Cookies but, or... Yeah, I like pie, cookies, all those different things. It's just I'm not big on eating desserts. Okay. Right. Well, I, I remember bringing John lunch one time because yeah. Pat was sick, and so I brought you lunch. I can't remember what kind of sandwich, but I did bring you Mike and Ike's. So. No, I appreciate that. That was great. <laughs> Were they delicious? Uh, oh, fantastic. They're, oh, yeah. Everything you hoped they would be and more. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Yeah. Hey, uh, what, so what are your thoughts on Lamar? We asked before, but he still has not practiced, and Harbaugh is kind of leaving it out there like, well, he may play. What, what do you think? I don't think he's going to play. I mean, Harbaugh keeps on saying there's still a chance he's going to play, but he was taken off in a cart last week with the ankle injury. I just can't imagine it. He hasn't practiced all week. You know, they brought Josh Johnson over from the Jets to be there, so I think it's all set that he's going to miss the game. All right, John, what, uh, what's a game that you're uh, looking forward to this weekend that you think is going to be, be a good matchup? I mean, obviously, we saw the Chargers-Chiefs. That, mm-hmm. was, that was great. That was really good, really good. But I, I, I'm, looking I'm at not sold Tampa. on Tampa Bay-New Orleans, that's for sure. Oh, yeah? No. 
Well, New Orleans doesn't have a. <laughs> they don't have a quarterback. Right. And their their two tackles are hurt. They're not going to be able to play. And you know, Tampa Bay's Tampa Bay. Yeah. Well, and Bob mentioned the uh, you know Packers at, at Ravens, but uh, no, 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 the... no, no, New England and the uh, Colts. Colts. I think yes. that may be one of the highlights for me. Yeah, I think we talked about this yesterday. You've been watching the yeah. the in season uh, so hard knocks with the Colts. Right. Love it. Yeah, it's amazing. And Frank Reich, really, what a what a guy. He's I great. Mean, yeah. Yeah, they that that show is just I. They're so consistently good. Even mm-hmm. teams yeah. you go into the season going. I couldn't name five people on this roster. I couldn't give a rip about them. But by the end of the season, you're like, man, yeah. what a good team. A bunch of good guys on that team. Kind of rooting totally. for them. Yeah, <laughs> Darius Leonard, maniac. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. yeah. Hey, did you see the one uh, where he's looking at his phone and he runs into the wall? Yes. No, I, I didn't see that. <laughs> when he's walking into the facility. It's hilarious. I, I still have two to replay, so. Yeah, okay. and they're showing them on their bye week. You know, guys, yeah. some of them are at Disneyland. Some of them are at different places, you know, doing things, you know, on their off week. Mm-hmm. There's Darius Leonard on a on a training table getting his foot worked on or his ankle, and he's got an iPad. He's laying on his back while he's getting his the work done on his, his leg, and he's looking at plays. Right. Wow. I mean, he just he's, – he is. He's possessed by football. He's, he, you've got to love having a guy like that on mm-hmm. your team. No, no, well, no he, doubt. He's, and, he, and he's a great player. Yeah, I think he's got like six punch-outs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's one his, of them. That's his well, thing. Chris Carson. Yeah, yeah, that is his thing. Uh, Bengals at Broncos, kind of interesting. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. What because you, again, you, you got you know, the best secondary in the league in Denver. You know, trying to contain Joe Burrow. Uh, so that that should be fascinating to watch. Yeah. Who's who? Do you think right now would be the rookie of the year? Uh, is it Micah Parsons? Micah Parsons. Yeah. He is ridiculous, but yeah. I know I know Mac Jones. Quarterbacks will always get the the, yeah. the sentiment if their team is winning, and you know he's a surprise and he's a great story because he was the last of the big name quarterbacks. To right. Be so, I, I guess I could see him getting it depending on how things go the rest of the season. But man, Parsons is just there's mm-hmm. nothing about him that says rookie. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, you know, Parsons, and again, the fact that uh, you know they needed him on the pass rush and he had never done that before, and he did such a great job. Yeah. I suppose, you know, you, you're looking at uh, the offensive MVP, um, and, you know, you really would love to make the case for mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor, right? Yeah, you'd I love mean, to. 1,348, but, I mean, you got Aaron Rodgers, you got mm-hmm. Tom Brady, so, and I think you said Brady yesterday. Yeah, I was, did. Was kind of your Kyler Murray. But it, it's pretty amazing what Taylor has done. I mean, 185, 172, he's gone over a hundred yards six times. Right. So yeah, what what an amazing uh, year he's having. And I think but, that in this game he can uh, almost set the uh, uh, Colts record for yardage as far as rushing. Oh yeah. Who who holds that? I assume Edger and James. Edger and James. Yeah. Okay. The edge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, somebody asking your favorite Christmas songs, John. Hmm. You, do you like Christmas music? Uh, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Um, no. Let yeah. me ask you guys this: How about Elvis? Elvis Christmas carols. Anybody? He's he's okay. Not bad. Uh, yeah. See, I think I think he's good. I did. I really I, like Elvis. I did my top five Christmas songs with Salk the other day on his okay. show, and it was you know it was Dean Martin, "Let It Snow," "Let It mm-hmm. Snow." It was yeah. uh, it was um, Andy Williams, it's right. the most wonderful time of the year. Oh, right? Andy Williams is good. That's a great song. Nat King Cole, of course, the Christmas song. Right. Um, who else? Did I, oh, the Carpenters. Of course, I had to put a Carpenter song. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. That is the best album, top to bottom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Karen and uh, I can't remember what my fifth one was, but yeah, 
I mean, they were they're all classics. They're all the. I'm not. I'm not so much into the more modern, the, the Mariah Carey, or, or you know. Yeah. I know Dave, you love Kenny G, but um, you know <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> John, yeah. any 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 artists stand out to you? Any songs? Uh, not really. No. No. Okay. All right, John. We appreciate it. Uh, are you See, doing John, your show tomorrow? I told you he's the Grinch, Bob. Yeah, a little a, bit. A, a, John's the Grinch. A, a bit. Eight to eleven, taking your phone calls, and this will be the last show for 2021. We will come back on uh, New Year's Day and have a short show. So it's like, uh, but this is the last one for this year. Oh. Well, we'll see you next year then. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, 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 I'll see you before then. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk on Monday. All right, Alrighty. John. Have a great weekend. Thanks. Okay. John. Thanks. All right. There you go. There's John. Yeah, kind of Grinch. Kind of a Grinch, Dave. John, John, just full of suggestions of what he likes, his music, his food that he eats, uh, his movies. <laughs> just, just a, not just a, a wealth. Yeah. A wealth of information. <laughs> it's just a, a real wellspring. He's a geyser. He's a geyser. Yeah. Exactly. All right. <laughs> Two can play that game, smart guy. That's exactly right. Total silence. <laughs> See how you like it. All right. If you missed any of today's cold, hard facts brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill, download the podcast at 710sports.com. And a reminder that Football Fridays are powered by the Snoqualmie Casino Sportsbook. Coming up, strange things happening in the Seattle sports area right now, but there's something that's undeniably considered good news surrounding one team. We'll tell you what that is next with Wyman and Bob on 710 ESPN Seattle.